very good morning. Happy Monday to you and wishing you a wonderful week ahead. We'll talk about three things today. Supply issues, earning season preview and the week ahead. The economy is in the mood to party, but supply issues are threatening to kill the vibe. I like the way this was covered in Wall Street Journal. The latest snack comes from Johnson & Johnson, whose COVID-19 vaccine deliveries in the US are expected to plunge by more than 80% next week due to manufacturing challenges. That throws some cold water on the vaccination rollout. Many states were counting on J&J's single jab vaccine to speed up the immunization process. General Motors is another company affected by supply issues. The automaker said Thursday it will halt production at several factories due to the global chip shortage. Shoppers looking to refresh their wardrobe too are likely to see impact to clothing selection in stores. None of that was enough to bring the markets down though. The S&P 500 gained 0.8% on Friday, 2.7% for the week. Dow Jones added about 0.9% and ended 2% higher for the week. Both indices set new records. The Nasdaq rose 0.5% for the day and gained about 3.1% for the week. Shares of technology giants were among the biggest winners in the stock market last week as investors returned to a trade that have been widely popular for much of last year. Bond markets come with yields dropping four straight days before uh, ticking slightly higher on Friday. Twitter shares added about 12% for the week. Apple gained about 8.1%. Some preview and numbers that we have to keep in mind as the earnings season starts this week. The S&P 500 traded about 22.6 times its projected earnings over the next 12 months, above the five-year average about of about 18. Paying up even for high-quality companies raises the prospect of muted future returns for shareholders, something that we have to keep in mind. It's no surprise that earnings are expected to leap for the quarter because Wall Street measures profit against the same three-month period a year earlier, one that in 2020 included the rapid shutdown of much of American businesses in the face of spreading coronavirus pandemic. Even so, investment analysts have grown more upbeat since the start of the year, lifting their forecasts for profit growth among S&P 500 companies to 24% from 16% at the end of December. For 2021 as a whole, profits for companies in the index are expected to rise 26% from a year earlier. They are forecasted to keep climbing in 2022. Sales growth and earnings growth is definitely what we'll be looking at. But beyond the quarterly results in the coming weeks, investors will pour over executive commentary about key issues. Will rising raw material costs lead to announcement of price increases as they recently did at Kimberly Clark, the maker of uh, Huggies diapers. How would Mr. Biden's proposal for corporate tax increases affect the bottom line? With investors counting on sharp economic growth, how much further can rising consumer confidence improve the outlook for companies? These are the questions that I think investors will be keeping a very keen eye on. For the first quarter, analysts expect earnings to rise in 9 of the 11 sectors in the S&P 500. The strongest growth is projected among consumer discretionary, financial and materials group, all of which tend to be sensitive to the strength of the economy. Only the energy and industrial groups are forecasted to post 
lower profits. Lastly, in terms of the week ahead, earnings season kicks off with a bang. JP Morgan, Goldman, Wells Fargo hit on Wednesday with City on Thursday and Morgan Stanley at, at the end of the week. The Archegos fallout will be in the spotlight as well as the outlooks. BlackRock, State Street are also due. Some more names that I'll be looking out for over this week would be TCS, Tata Consultancy Services, Infosys, Delta Air, TSMC's earnings on Thursday, which will give further insight into the much-discussed global chip shortage. On the chip shortage bit, the Biden administration's top national security and economic advisors meet semiconductor and auto company leaders on Monday to discuss the squeeze. Attendees include GM, Ford, Alphabet, Intel, Samsung, and TSMC. In Asia, expect big numbers for Chinese economic data. First quarter GDP should come in at a record on Friday with solid gains even when prior year distortions are stripped out. For March, export growth may have picked up at a sizzling 38% and industrial output, retail sales and fixed asset investment could all rise by double digits. New lending probably rebounded with consensus for aggregate financing of 3.7 trillion yuan, which is about 565 billion. In terms of economic data from the US, we'll be looking out for US retail sales due out Thursday, probably surged in March as stimulus checks hit the wallets and fuel consumer spending. Lastly, the Fed officials will be out in force this week. The central bank hosts a virtual event on racism and the economy on Tuesday with regional presidents Esther Jord, Mary Daly, Raphael Bostic, Loretta Master to attend. On Wednesday, Vice Chair Richard Clarida, Bostic and John Williams will speak in events. Bostic, Mester and Daly are up again on Thursday. So a lot of Fed speak to track as well. That's the update. Stay safe and healthy. Have a lovely week ahead and I'll speak to you tomorrow.